Uh, I'm delighted to actually advise that, you know, the bank has actually once again closed another phenomenal deal in the region. In fact, we're in the final throes of actually drawing down on a project, uh, the, a gas-fired power project in Ghana. It's actually called the Bridge Power Project. You know, the lead sponsor on that is actually Endeavor Energy, you know, um, former Enron uh, developers. Um, and uh, General Electric has got a small equity stake in that. Uh, but it's going to be fully gas-fired, you know, just over 200 megawatts as the first phase. Um, but I think, if anything, that is really the precursor of what we are likely to see on the energy market. You know, if I look at uh, what we did not so long ago as APSA, in, in Mozambique, we closed the Sassol CTRG deal, which was about 161 megawatts of gas-fired power generation. If you look at what's happening in Mozambique, you know, Mozambique has the world's la- ninth largest gas reserves, 187 TCF. And to put that into perspective, for a typical um, liquefaction facility, for an LNG liquefaction plant, you probably need about 4 to 5 TCF of gas. Now, 187 TCF of gas is a heck of a lot of gas. Mozambique, um, the northern part of Mozambique, actually shares the southern um, part of, uh, you know, overlaps with the southern part of Tanzania, which is the Rivuma Basin. It's the same basin of gas that is shared between the two countries, and then you have unitization issues, etc. You know, what Mozambique has done remarkably well is that they've got their act together. You know, they've already had one of the largest project financings in the region with the Coral LNG project that was, um, you know, sponsored by ENI and a host of others. Um, uh, you know, that is actually closed. Construction is underway. There's, you know, two other LNG liquefaction plants that are uh, planned in the region. Uh, The next one is actually being spearheaded by Anadarko. And uh, it's rumored that there will be a third uh, project and an expansion of the initial uh, coral LNG project that ENI started. And it's all really picking up on on, on the large uh, amount of gas that Mozambique actually has. Now, the spin-off effects for that can be huge, not just for the country, for Mozambique, you know, I think Mozambique has had the worst uh, behind it already with the civil war that they had with Frilimo and Renamo. But, you know, I think South Africa is close enough. You know, this really augurs well for us to actually access part of that gas, you know, whether it's through pipelines or whether it is, you know, through LNG itself being shipped, you know, which would actually be um, an, an ideal sort of landing point for South Africa for the gas to fire gas to power, um, uh, gas fired power generation that we are actually envisaging as a country. You know, I've seen, for example, in, in, in the Middle East, when Oman had, uh, you know, just discovered gas, what it actually had done for that economy from being the poor cousin of the Middle East, Oman was just catapulted into a different league. And I foresee that, you know, Mozambique will actually, um, have in time fertilizer plants, urea plants, uh, you know, ethane propylene crackers, uh, you know, gas pipelines, um, gas-fired power generation and the like, right? So I think if we get our act together, it could be really good, not just for Mozambique, for, but for the region as well. And, um, you know, lots of jobs, uh, you know, just you're going you're to get disposable incomes up and there's a stability for the region. So it's really exciting times. That sounds really good, Bhavtik. And then just touching on, you said that's should have regional impact. What, what is your assessment of how that's going to, how will that impact on South Africa, which is a bit close to home? Do you see spillover into our market? We, we know there's a planned gas-to-power program. How do you see that developing in the South African economy? So, you know, if we look back at, say, 15 years ago, the gas price was in the region of $15 per million BTU. And that's the unit that, that gas is actually measured in. And, you know, with the advent of the shale gas re- revolution in the U.S., when George W. Bush actually said, we will smoke them out of the holes, he wasn't messing around. It's actually resulted in a number of 
you know, shale um, explorations, etc., in the U.S., to the point where you've actually had now an abundance of gas. The gas price at the moment, if you look at the Henry Hub Index, is sub currently is sub two point five dollars per million BTU compared to fifteen dollars. You know, fifteen years ago, fourteen, fifteen years ago. So I think you know, just looking at that, you know, the future of energy is certainly clean energy, and within that, I certainly include renewable energy, whether it is solar PV, whether it is you know wind biomass, etc. But I think certainly gas has a, a great role to play here. And if South Africa, you know, we, we don't have a lot of indigenous gas. What we did have with, you know, Suko, etc., uh, Moss Gas and Petro SA, you know, it's pretty much over, you know, until Total starts producing its next gas uh, field, which is at least, you know, five, six, seven years away. But the, the easiest way for us to actually access gas is from our doorstep in Mozambique. And you know, I think that re- could really augur well for us as a country where, you know, because of the gas price, we can actually complement or move away from, you know, 95, 90 or 95% coal-fired generation to, you know, clean energy, which includes renewables, which includes gas-fired generation, you know, being used as mid-merit, as peaking plants, etc. And then with that, all the spin-off effects that come from gas, you know, I think it is really exciting times for us in the next several years here in the region.